afternoon, good morning, good evening, wherever you may be, and welcome to Rental Store Rumble, where we are always typing memos. With me is Josh and Paul. And of course, I am Rodney. This time, we are doing things, we're doing two fairly notorious live action adaptations of manga and anime properties Fist of the North Star from 1995 and the famous Dragon Ball Evolution both about martial arts muscle men on epic adventures, at least originally. But really, (laughs) you'd be better off watching the Lawrence Welk show, I'd say. Real quick, guys. Um, Are you into anime? Do you know what anime is? I'm aware of anime. I would hope so, considering your shirt. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Paul is wearing a... uh, No, don't give it away. We can't tell him which... An an anime-themed shirt for those not watching the non-existent video recording. But it's related specifically to the movies of tonight. That is true. So you're into anime? Me or Josh? You. Yeah, yeah, I mean, to some degree. I'm not the biggest anime buff. We have a game with some girls every week, uh, RPG. They would put me to shame, but... Oh, yeah. (laughs) I know a few series and and some movies. (laughs) Josh, are you a fan of anime? I know this answer, but... Yeah, I would say I am. There, again, I'm not one of those that indulges every major series, but I do have specific ones that I like and enjoy a lot. Okay, I'll make you list three animes off real quick, really fast, and we'll have no explanation. Just three animes that you like. We we could do something like this further down the line with much more explanation, but just list three animes, Paul, that you like. So, Tenchi, any of them. Uh, Ronmo and Half, and they're movies, but Vampire Hunter D. Epic. All right, Josh, same. All right, we'll go uh, Ghost in the Shell, DBZ, and AD Police. Ooh. <laughs> that was a weird one. I don't know where that one I, came I from. have a related one, so I have Gundam, Speed Racer, Bubblegum Crisis. Nice. Oh, should have gone Bubblegum Crisis. <laughs> yeah, well, I should have gone Speed Racer. AD, AD Police <laughs> is related to Bubblegum Crisis, Josh. That is true. <laughs> so... As you can tell, we have a bit of a history with anime, so let's get right down into our first feature here. Fist of the North Star from 1995 is a film about a guy named Kenshiro who wanders a Mad Max-style wasteland post-World War III. The master of the North Star martial arts style, the Hokuto no Shinken or Big Dipper Divine Fist, Ken's rival Shin of the Southern Cross style, kills his master Ryuken, and then hunts down Ken to give him a fitting scar, leave him for dead, and take Ken's fiancée Julia for himself. It is here where Kenshiro becomes the hero of the wasteland that the wasteland deserves, and leads himself on a path to a showdown with Shin. It was directed by Tony Randall of Hellraiser 2, and some Factor Fiction Beyond Belief episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Starring, starring the American Street Fighter himself, Gary Daniels, 
who once played a male stripper in a Miami Vice episode <laughs> and is in I can see that actually. Ja- yeah. <laughs> is in Jackie Chan's City Hunter, which we will get to at some point, and he is also Brian Fury in the Tekken movie. Oh god. <laughs> yeah. Of course, we have Alex of Clockwork Orange, Malcolm McDowell, who was Saran in Star Trek Generations. <laughs> yep. He is also Caligula. And, well, I mean, he's in a lot of things. Costas Mandalore, who is in some Saw movies I've never seen. MTV's Downtown Julie Brown. <laughs> and the first appearance on the podcast of the great Clint Howard, the ice cream man himself. Oh, oh yes. Who you may know as Belloc. In the Star Trek episode, The Corbamite Maneuver, <laughs> and of course, the DS9 episode, Past Tense Part 2. So let's drink some Tranya and get down to it. <laughs> All right, real quick. I had you guys watched the anime before this, right? I watched the movie. Yes. yes. Yeah, okay. But for me, it's been a while. Paul is probably I watched the it today, most recent. So. <laughs> yeah, and I watched it a few days prior, I suppose. But I was, I mean, I'm super familiar with Fist of the North Star. So, uh, what did you th- what do you think about how this adapts Fist of the North Star? <laughs> well, there are a good amount of the characters from it in this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was sad to see some characters cut, but you know, I can see why they cut some people. Like, no, Rao's going to be a whole other thing. Let's just have Shin be the bad guy. I, That's it. I think that was the thing that was weird is when they combined. Rao and Shin, yeah, yeah. a couple characters into a single character. Yeah, there's no Ray. Yeah, yeah, no Ray. Yeah, and then I don't know. There were there were quite a few differences. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll do a very, a uh, hopefully more brief recap of the episode of the <laughs> episode of, of the, the movie, movie. Of, episode of the, of the North the Star live of... action. So Malcolm McDowell opens the show as the voiceover guy. Yep, I had it in my yeah. notes because I was like. I'm like, this voice is so familiar. And then when it finally shows him, like, my note just says, it was Malcolm McDowell. Oh, see, yeah. I was cheering because I'm like, yes, Malcolm McDowell is a narrator. Yeah, Considering cool. we see him, what, two scenes in the movie other than this? Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. He has that one scene. Well, he's expensive <laughs> to hire. Yeah, I imagine they had him for a day or two. <laughs> you have me for six hours. So he's talking about the eternal battle between the Southern Cross and the North Star martial arts schools and then shin comes and basically kills him yep so that's our first difference from the anime by the way (laughs) and he just walks in shoots him in the head with a gun it's like this is not not a battle it's an execution and he just shoots him in the head like wizards or something yeah well yeah that would be cool (laughs) but for you know like a martial arts thing it's kind of disappointing (laughs) to just shoot someone yeah i do have to draw attention to this because it becomes something later in my notes we show the dojo for uh the north star style and it is really rough to look at it is very (laughs) low budget of a dojo set are you saying it doesn't look like a real dojo no (laughs) hey the north star people they are less fortunate than the southern cross the southern cross is the more uh (laughs) prosperous yeah that's true well, in any case, that's that's what happens at the beginning. So Shin instead of Rao, there's that. <laughs> so then we get to the city that this takes place in, Paradise City. Yeah. Paradise. Paradise City that looked about like Paradise one something. block of, not even a block, like four buildings that they shoot from different angles to make yeah, it look Yeah, it definitely bigger. had a lot, the name promised 
what it could not deliver. <laughs> well, it is seemingly well, like, Paradise fresh Valley. Water there. Paradise a, Valley. It had yeah. a little fancier name. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's one of the few places that has uh, water, I guess. It does. It has a well. Yeah. It has a lot of water. This is a lot of water for Fist of the North Star. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so there's militia crossmen on these weird bikes. They're riding around. They got like half cages. I couldn't tell if they were trying to do like one of the the circle mono yeah. wheel bikes and just didn't have the budget or what. I don't know. It looked weird. Yeah. Anyway, so there's this girl singing and then uh, there's this guy. There's a guy there, this kid called Bat, and he pretends to get in a fight with a guy so that he can steal a can of food. Yeah. We should mention who this person is. Rufio. Yeah. <laughs> So, so yep. for all of you people. Rufio, otherwise known as once I bring up my phone. <laughs> Rufio from Hook. That's all you need to know. It's Rufio. Dante, Dante Bosco. There we oh, go. Okay. That's his name. Yeah, I uh, who, haven't seen. Who was okay <laughs> for acting, but apparently did very well as a voice actor later. <laughs> yeah. Good for him. Oh, I I forgot to mention. The, he Bat steals this. That's the guy's Rufio's name. Uh, <laughs> he steals this can. And then he gives it to a girl who's blind called Lynn. So, and we were, we were like, what? Who is in the manga, but in the manga, she's mute, not blind. Yeah. So that was weird. Yep. Yeah. So anyway, she's shaking it and she's like, is it peaches? It sounds, it sounds like, like peaches. peaches. Yeah. No, she knows what peaches sound like. It sounds like motorcycles. <laughs> Yeah, so Clint Howard comes in. Yep. He's, he's riding around on a motorcycle and shooting, shooting people. people yeah. at random. Clint Howard motorcycle killer, that's my note. So good. And then it starts raining, so there's rain, but it's like dirty rain. It's yeah, like it's a bad, like bad rain. rain. It's So they go and cover the water in the well, but yeah, it shows the rain. It's like sort of like acid rain. It hits the ground. It's like, you know, smoking, smoking kind of. Smoking and like, burning. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, Ken is drying some clothes or something. He's standing outside of a place that's drying clothes. He, I think it's a place he's staying at somehow. Yeah, it's a shack by a submarine. Yeah, that yep. this couple submarine has. Shack. Yep. And he is sleeping and he has dreams about his past. And yes, it's the first you get of the flashback of the thing that happened. Yeah, so it's fairly vague. But the Z guys come, the Z army dudes with the... 666. Six, 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 yeah, I was like, they at least had that detail in from, you know, yeah. I noticed it earlier when I was watching the anime. They look like they're on a green screen. <laughs> yes, yeah. they do. But Ken, Ken takes them out. This is the first moment where all of us were like, what the hell? No one's heads are exploding. <laughs> yeah. He he beats up the SS guy and he, he punches the dude. He's like, what are you trying to do? Tickle me? He's like, you're already dead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but his head explodes off screen. It yeah, sucks. you, do, oh, you yeah. get to see it like start warping and stuff like it's going to explode. Yeah. A little disappointed. His uh, his attack with a bunch of punches, he just made like grunts, gr- like growling noise, like instead of doing that, you know, the yeah, yeah, that's the best part of the anime. But his kill move. Yeah, it. I did mention this because I think you guys are more familiar with the movie, but in the anime, he uh, a lot of the violence is basically cut out. So. Well, yeah, because I, since I've only seen the movie, I was like, I don't know, the movie is pretty violent, like lots of heads exploding, and yeah, and Ray, we... who doesn't appear in this, cutting people apart with his hands. Yeah, that's so cool. Anyway, <laughs> so unfortunately, we didn't watch that movie, but yeah. Shin 
Well, um, Shin has this establishing scene where a blonde guy comes in and like opens this petri dish of red jello and is eating it or something. I, I don't know what's creepy going on. Yeah. Well, and I was wondering, brother. like, because we didn't know, like, who's this guy? I, we weren't sure who the characters were at this point. It's like, is this yeah. anybody significant? But no, it's just somebody for Shen, Shen to show off his power, I guess. Yeah, I think I, they hint he's supposed to be a martial art master. Yeah. He mentions like a there was once 108, 108 schools, masters yeah. of the Southern. Did you say Southern or Northern? It's, he's the Southern Cross. So, yeah. So, yeah. yeah now anyway. there's room for one. <laughs> well, he kills that guy. There's yeah. some blood, at least. With his magic hand. And then there's this weird painting that they zoom into. Is it Julia? And yes, apparently it's Julia. Yeah, that's... <laughs> yep. Uh, we notice... That he talks to Julia for a little bit, but we notice she has like a sack with her. So that must be Julia's seeds. Yeah, it, I mean, it has to be. Yeah. yeah. They don't bring it up at all in the movie. They don't point it out. It's there, but... Yeah, they don't bring it up. They do not explain it, but it's Julia's seeds. You get one brief explanation for why this is important later. Like, yeah, at the very at the end. end of the movie. Yeah, and in the anime, the manga, and the animated film, she ends up losing them, and Ken gives them to Lynn. Yeah. So, I don't know. She has them still. Anyway, Ken just shows up in Bat and Lynn's house or something. He's yeah. Just meditating there. Yeah, well, Ruth... they come in from the rain, and he's there, but it kind of framed it like during the rain he was at the other location, so I'm I'm not sure what happened. When he got there, who knows? Anyway, he comes in here, and he starts talking to them for a little bit, and Bat explains that Lynn can't see because her family were killed by the crossmen. Yeah, so she went blind after that, like hysterical blindness. Yeah. Which is very different than the anime. And yeah. She goes mute because of the post-apocalyptic people having their skin melt off of their bones. Yeah. Way cooler. But, you know, we'll say the exact same thing about Dragon Ball Evolution. <laughs> oh, I'm yes. sure we'll have lots of things to say about that. Yeah. So anyway, Ken does the thing that he does in the anime movie where he, like, touches her the side of her temples, temples and, and stuff. Yeah. And she Channels just... his key. Yeah, he makes her see... Basically, right away. She just sees him. Oh, yeah, she's she like, oh. Her. Yeah, like immediately she looks at him. Oh, hey. <gasps> yeah. As where Ken, what is it that he, in in that one, it's like, oh, she has to want to talk herself in the anime. Something yeah, like he that. kind of gives her the ability to heal herself, kind of. Yeah. yeah, and then when he's leaving, she's like, wait, don't go. And then. Yeah, which she does like, here. She's like, stay with us in the movie. Yeah. The, the movie we just watched. So then there's a, a weird shot of the wasteland, and there's this, like, Terminator drone thing flying around. We were really Yeah, we're like, what, where's that spotlight coming from? What is going on? So anyway, Jackal is hanging out with Shin. Yes, and we yeah. weren't even sure if he was Jackal at this point. It's just that he had the, like, head binding. Yeah. So, like, it has I to be. I guess that's Jackal? Yeah, we were confused about him. But Shin talks about how he wants to rebuild society. He has a lot more hope in this version yeah. than the anime to build cities and aqueducts yeah <laughs> he's he's talking to uh julia about that he's like you're you're trapped in the present she's like no i'm trapped in the past what could that possibly mean guys <laughs> anyway so shin talks about how he needs slaves to help create this new world <laughs> there's that so maybe he's not such a great guy no anyway that is teaching kung fu to people in the streets uh, yeah, he's like training some the, I the guess, village people. The village people I guess, to, to be able to fight themselves. off, yeah, to fend for themselves. Basically, oh man, wouldn't it be cool if he was training the actual village people? <laughs> <laughs> Just 
just yes that anyway. would be amazing so melvin van peebles has like a big speech and i had to explain to them who melvin van oh yeah, yeah I, I, I can't again, like, lie i did not who know. is this and they're like, oh yeah. that guy that's right yeah he's the old guy in the movie basically and while he's giving that speech ken has one of one of his dream sequences and it has this part where Malcolm McDowell <laughs> screams, Kenshiro! And yeah. he's hovering it's over so the dojo awesome. floor. Yeah. Oh, it was so funny. Yeah, my note is just levitating Malcolm McDowell. Gotta remember that. Yeah, man. That was my favorite part <laughs> of the movie. Oh, he better have gotten paid something for that. <laughs> I'm sure he got paid a lot for a half day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he... He tries to explain to Ken. He's like, oh, we will talk soon. And then a zombie mumby comes yeah, That was so confusing. Like, wait, are these like weird future mutants? But no, it's Malcolm McDowell comes back as like a mummy zombie to talk to him. Yeah, it's really weird. Like he comes out of the ground. Yeah. To yell at him that he can't run from his destiny. Yeah, his destiny yes. is to reshape the world. And Kenshiro says, my destiny is hate and revenge. Yeah. And then his scars start bleeding, like in yep. real in real life. Yeah. Anyway, then we get some Ken training. Yep. And Ken does the splits. He does. A lot of it is him just punching like a metal plate up against whatever, a yeah. pole or you something. You do get a good shot of, what is the actor's name that plays Kenshiro? Gary Daniels. Gary Daniels. He is very buff and cut in this. So. Yeah, he's the American Kudos Street to him. Fighter. Anyway, despite being British, is that what we learned? I don't know. Well, I mean, it was born maybe, there. but he sounds Australian, kind yeah. of. Yeah, despite so. being British, he's the American street fighter. <laughs> so anyway, so he, he crushes a rock, too. Yeah, that's the, his big yeah. grand finale of his training, just hug a rock to death. So meanwhile, at the carnival, Rufio is being menaced by some guys. And <laughs> yeah, that was so random. That was weird. I was like, cat. why is he there? And yeah, Wait, where are we? What is happening? Yeah, like Rufio gets stuck in. It's like a, a ride cage. that yeah. has a cage. Yeah, so they're well, two guys are trying to get him. Yeah, and Ken Shiro comes and martial arts them. They don't explode. No nope. <sighs> sadness. You know. Anyway, <laughs> there were a bunch of a walls. He says. Yeah, a bunch of a walls. But he does find that one of them has a. Uh... A picture of yeah, Julia a picture on his of jacket Julia. that he tears off and then Just punches beats the, the man hell out to of death. the guy. Yeah, like I think the idea is that she's sort of the vision of the future that they're looking forward yeah, to she's in Southern to be Cross. The, the image she's that represents using her the as the symbol. Yeah, yeah, weird. Anyway, so Jackal brings the crossmen to take out the town, basically. Oh, yeah, and they're actually trying to defend themselves, except for Neville. Yeah, the, the diplomat. His tiger speech. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, he does this weird speech where he's like, "We, you know, we come with the tiger. back of a tiger, and, and that, that tiger, tiger is hungry. hungry. Let's kill some people. Yeah, that, that's that's like the finale it. of a speech. Let's kill some people and let's enjoy <laughs> it or whatever. So the cage cycles are going after the town, all that stuff, and. Oh, they throw gasoline on a person and burn oh, him. Yeah, oh, that yeah, that is it. Yeah. Ooh. One thing that could be said about the scenes of, you know, this sort of violence in the movie is because it's muddy and weird and more realistic, it actually seems more creepy than, say, yeah. the anime. Yeah, like just punching someone a couple times and then they're like, and their head explodes. Yeah, because in the anime, everybody's like 20 feet tall and they don't look like a real person in any way. And yeah. Yeah, but yeah. this is just a biker gang going through a town and yeah, setting yeah, and people just on fire. That's And that woman right there is. I mean, a bunch of guys are surrounding her. It's not graphic, but you can tell what's going yeah. on there. Well, and then one of them Jackal, Clint Howard. 
even turns to the camera and says, it ain't easy being sleazy. Yeah. Oh, yep. It ain't easy being sleazy as Clint Howard is doing something. Laughing maniacally. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so all this crazy stuff happens and Lynn screams and Ken hears it in his head and it gives him a major headache. So that's like the anime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty yep. cool. Anyway, so Clint Howard uh, holds Lynn hostage and Jackal basically takes control of the town. And he has that line, welcome to the future. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Any movie that says that. Just, well, they used him uh, for like all the one-liner type things. Yeah. yeah. Man, he's in this movie a lot. He's, yeah, he's in it a lot because like he's he, he at least less... gets as much screen time as Kenshiro. Kenshiro. Yeah. yeah. And he's like. He, way more than Shen. In this, he seems mostly more like just like the top crony. He's not. Yeah. You know, as big as he was in the anime, I guess. Yeah. He doesn't pretend to be the North Star. Yeah. That whole like thing that. was cut. Yeah, weird stuff. Anyway, so he takes over the town. Oh, and they they start locking up the water thing. And this old lady tries to get to the water and Clint Howard denies her the water. He's like, but I'm dying. But I'm like, die. It's like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty cool. Who cares, old lady? Oh, Clint Howard. I'm glad also, he's in this movie. <laughs> we also show that they're locking the town down because someone runs into the fence and gets electrocuted. Oh, yeah, they have an electric fence. Yeah. Oh, and they they grab Lynn and they like yeah. kidnap her. And they take her to a location. There's the bald guy there that looks a lot like Mike. Yeah, I thought it was. I couldn't find his credits anywhere, but he looked like Mike from Breaking Bad. But I guess it's not, unless he wanted. I don't this. think he his, didn't want. To I don't think credit. his character is listed in the credits. So of the that's movie the thing we don't itself, know. Like either so. he was so unimportant that he was unlisted, or you know. But I think he has a name in the movie, and he shows up in three know. scenes. Yeah, when you get when scenes. you get to the end of the credits, it lists a bunch of people by name. They never say these people's yeah. names, so you have no yeah, clue which no one idea. is supposed to be which. Well, they they do say that guy's name, but oh, they do. Th- he was not listed in the credits. On oh, the credits okay. Role, so. I, no. like, I just remember one they have listed as Goliath. It's oh like, yeah, who is that? That's probably the big guy. One of the big guys. Oh, probably it was the big either guy with the yeah lower that voice. guy or the the big black guy. The guy with the one eye or oh, the, yeah, the one eye yeah. black guy. I I don't. Know. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, so Shin is doing some voodoo. He's like putting flaming his own flaming blood on a map or something. His blood is so powerful it lights on fire. It makes no sense. No. Anyway, it's apparently... definitely not dripping wax that's on fire that they poured on that. It was real blood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they uh, they build an electric fence around Paradise Valley. Oh, yep. yeah. That's where it is. Weird stuff. So Shin is talking to Julia, and he's, like, pleading for her love, and she kind of denies him. As She denies him way more than she does in the anime. Oh, yeah. There's, like, most of their scenes are just her rejecting him. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Her, well, her either rejecting him or just ignoring him, pretty much. Yeah. So Julia has a hell of a lot of jewelry that he must have gotten her. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. The jewelry looks better than in Island of the Living Dead. Oh, yes. It's more than just Mardi Gras beads this time. <laughs> yeah. So in the flashback, we finally get the flashback that explains what happened. Yep, the beginning, the very beginning of the anime movie. Yeah. You get to see it. So Shin takes Julia for himself and then gives Kenshiro his famous scar, basically. Yeah, the seven wounds dead. Uses his uh, special head exploding technique on Jackal, which is why he has to wear oh, the, yep. the head the gear head to his head yeah. from exploding. Because it's always on the verge of exploding since yeah. then. Yeah. <laughs> that part where Chris Prince like, oh my god, oh, yeah, my it's pretty head. funny looking. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, and oh, uh, there's there's a bunch of like one line 
prophetic line things, which, man, some of these lines, it reminds me of watching The Dark Knight or Dark Knight Rises, like all those exposition one-line things about being a hero. Or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Yeah, the world needs a leader and all this stuff. Just Oh, yeah, just line after line. That's fine a couple times, but, man, both this movie and that movie, whoa, (laughs) it's like too many. (laughs) Anyway, back to... We're going to my second page. I am trying to do this one much faster than all the other episodes, <laughs> and we are very much on track for all that. All right. So he, he, he fights Jackal. He kicks him. Oh, then he does the shin fight in the past. And oh, yeah, they yeah. jump in the air, and then like lightning happens. And stuff. Lightning it's kind of like the anime. They both jump at each other. But yeah, then he, then he gives him the scars by pushing his fingers into Kenshiro and it's pretty bloody in the movie. Yeah, yeah. For, for having the first head explode be off screen, we got a pretty good effect of him jabbing <laughs> fingers into yeah. his chest. I mean, this is probably slightly more violent than the anime TV series. Maybe not by much, but just saying. Not more violent than the movie, though. Oh, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> Although they do that weird editing fe- effect in the anime. Yeah, that's weird. Like, every time there was something really violent, it's like the resolution changes and stuff. It's like, what is happening i don't know you probably know the reason behind that i don't i, I don't you know you don't I think it's when something like that's editing. happened it's because one there's one cut that's the unedited well that's what i was the thinking the other cut that is the edited and they to cut get them the together complete, they just put the two together regardless of, yeah because i think I was that wondering. one i think that was to intentionally make it more blurry so that it seemed less violent oh really okay yeah i don't know because i watched the free version online i didn't watch the blu-ray so well it looks the same on the blu-ray oh okay oh, then. Well. <laughs> Anyway, so I know we keep talking about the anime. Oh, yes. We'd rather be watching that. We want to watch the anime instead. I know. Should have watched it. Anyway, so Julia has some acting. Oh, Shin (laughs) wipes blood on her face in this one. Messed up. Like, she wipes Kenshiro's blood on her face. Yeah, he makes her confess that she loves him. Like, you say you love me. And and then wipes Kenshiro's blood on her chin and then captures her. So, yeah. Because that's how you win a woman over. (laughs) <laughs> almost kill her her current love and then capture her until she decides to be your girlfriend meanwhile we find out that the mike guy he um in the in the present time for the movie's timeline we find out that the mike guy is the only person who has any real I don't conscience know, of all conscience, the yeah, yeah of all the southern cross guys because all this all the crossmen they're trying to either murder or torture lynn or something and yeah mike, he didn't want to hurt a little girl he's like yeah he's like she's just girl. a kid leave yeah. her alone <laughs> and Jackal goes up to Lynn. He's like, "You should tell me where Ken is." And just starts torturing people. Oh, and yep. the giant, the giant guy comes out. Maybe Goliath. I think probably it makes sense. <laughs> I don't know. That's not his name in the anime. Anyway. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> so he's he's probably torturing people, and then finally Ken does something. <laughs> Ken finally does something in the present. Ken goes to save Lynn, and he's martial artsing people. And he has the showdown with Goliath, basically. Yeah. Which is not as cool. Yeah, I was hoping for the what happened in the anime, just punching him in the stomach over and over. The yeah. same thing, the like, you're dead thing. Yeah, he just snaps his neck. Anyway, during this, Jackal stabs Bat. Oh, yep, Rufio got stabbed he, again. Yeah, Rufio gets stabbed. Though in the fight with uh, Goliath, it's the first time that Kenshiro takes on the mantle of being the fist of the North Star. Oh, yeah, because he's... He accepts his destiny. Rejecting it somehow? I, I yeah. guess so, yeah. I was confused about that, but... Oh, anyway, when Jackal is dying, Lin is like, oh, my brother, like, oh, oh no. bro. Rufio. Yeah. 
Well, sorry, you said Bat. jackal. Jackal. <laughs> like, I don't think when Lynn jackal stabs that is what him. I yes, said. Yes. So, so yeah, Lynn was like, "Oh no, bro," or whatever. Yeah. So Lynn and Bat are brother and sister in this movie. They did not care for continuity with these two characters oh, at man. all. If you know about the anime, that's that's not good. So <laughs> anyway, Bat dies. Rufio never makes it to the end of the movie. And then and then Lynn, she gets a uh, force powered into being. <laughs> she gets possessed by Malcolm McDowell's force yeah, ghost. She becomes yes. Caligula. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And, and basically tells him he must er, restore balance between the North Star and the Southern Cross. Yeah, Ken Kenshiro is there to bring balance to the Force. Yep. Yes, he is. So <laughs> Ken goes to Southern Cross. Ken goes to Southern Cross on motor on a motorcycle. Actually, yeah, yeah. it's weird. What the hell? <laughs> anyway, Mad Max world. There are a few working vehicles. Yeah, he's not just walking slowly to whatever destination. <laughs> nope. Anyway. So Jackal seems to be in charge of watching Julia, and he is, he is, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> creepy. Yeah, it's crazy that Shin would, like, if he actually liked her, why did he let Jackal watch over her? Yeah. Well, this whole thing involving him is really strange because Shin's supposed to be the, the biggest, baddest dude. Jackal's implying he's going to do inappropriate things with his girl. I he's going to have a lot of fun with her before, you know, Yeah, I don't over. think he's fully thought through the ramifications yeah. if shen does not die yeah. yeah there's that part where she hits him he's like you've got a lot of gumption G- gumption and then she like hits him again double, double gumption, gumption. yeah yeah oh, terrible man. he is legitimately creepy oh, yes. oh yeah. yes yes he is anyway like for much as shen is the actual bad gets like oh jackal's horse yeah. yeah so ken is walking around southern cross and he sees some flyers of julia yeah, I guess yeah. it's her being the symbol for the She's future the symbol kind of thing. symbol, and that's as far as that goes. So we get back to the thing with Julia and Jackal, and she does this thing where she's like, I hear something, and she puts her head down on the ground. This is so cool. <laughs> this, was yeah. gr- this was a great scene. Yeah, she does that, and then Jackal gets down to listen, and so she stands I, up and... I, I don't hear she anything. Like, she has, grabs a chain and like yanks these shelves a onto shelving him. shelving unit on him. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was, was good. Awesome. Everybody watching burst out laughing at that yeah. part. So good stuff. So Ken goes to Shin's place. So Ken does this uh martial arts break into Shin's mansion thing, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. His lair. And he starts fighting all these guys. He he just does a bunch of martial arts stuff at these people. None of their heads explode. Yeah. <sighs> It was so funny in this scene because they're they went back and forth between oh this was a well choreographed one on one fight to well that was kind of dumb to, yeah that was really well done. It's a thing where you know there are a bunch of guys but they all make sure to fight him one at a time. Yeah, at least all the bad stuff is just the guys and not Kenshiro. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, like some guy jumps at him and like turns around midway towards him so he can kick him in the back. I guess. <laughs> Yeah, it's Not pretty the best funny. Tactical choice. Pretty funny. Anyway, so Shin and Ken finally have their thing where they confront each other, and Shin is talking to him a bunch. At some point, he said, "Just, just walk away, Ken. Yeah. Just walk just away. Just walk away, <laughs> and we will spare your life." Anyway, we were all we had to. Yeah. we had to acknowledge. I mean, <laughs> the whole movie reminded us of Mad Max. Yeah, so. of course. Well, I mean, the the movie Fist of the North Star anime. I mean, it's like Mad Max. Too. It, yeah, yeah. So. Anyway, Jackal is attacking Julia because she's trying to run away and he's, you know, he's like tripping her and 
getting on top of her and all this messed up stuff. Yeah, so it has like a simultaneous showdown with Jackal and Julia and then uh, Shin and Ken. Yeah. And at first, Ken is fighting and then Shin's like, oh, uh, you know, Julia's dead, right? And then it depresses him <laughs> yeah, and he like starts it winning. Because, yeah, he was winning the fight and then he did that and then, yep. Yep, and then the he, uses, turn. he uses glowy magic hands yep. on Ken. Yeah. To make his wounds explode. Yeah, his with wounds blood. explode and then his, his arms uh, his start. His arms bleed out. Yeah, at least they do a little bit of that that I saw in the, the anime yeah. movie. And I think yeah. they did it like once earlier. Maybe it was the guy that Shin beat up before. Did he spurt some blood and ran? Yeah. Yeah. So. so there you go. A little bit like the anime. But when Ken is laying on the ground after that happens, he sees like a flower budding. Yep. Out of it, like a crack in the floor. Yeah. So it makes Ken, I don't well, know. It like gives it has him a renewed vigor. Yeah, it was because Julie, Shen knocks Julie's seeds out. She gathers them up in an earlier scene. But I guess this one got that stuck seed in, fell the crack, in the floor. Yeah. And it's sprouting, which gives him the power to stop. Yeah, Shen he's like, oh no, maybe there's hope for the world after all. And he starts winning just because flowers give him hope. I no, yeah. he starts winning because Shen stops blocking all yep. of these attacks. Shen just That's stops blocking. Just, Ugh. Head, bam, head. Oh, it's so, so good. So Ken starts winning. Jackal is getting beat up by Julia because of the thing that's cool. <laughs> she <laughs> she kicks the lever thing. They to were start up these with, gears yeah. that are going. And she they're in like a boiler room or something. Yeah, yeah whatever the know. source of power is for this place because they looks did like have a, electricity. Looks like a horror movie. Yeah, a horror movie boiler room. That's where you get power. Yeah. So she defeats him by grabbing one of his straps and puts it in the gear and it rips it off. And yeah. So it takes off his head binding and finally that. Yeah. Head exploding problem he's been living with for years. Yeah, I don't know how long. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we do see blood spraying out of his head as yes. it's like pulsing. We don't get to see it fully explode, but yeah. we at least get something. Yeah, pretty cool. So she must dispatch of Jackal. So Julia is pretty useful. In yeah, this movie. yeah. And then Ken does his stuff and kills Shin. Yep. And then they he walks out all super beat up, and there's a whole bunch of bad guys, like there. an army of Shin's henchmen. Yeah, and then they start bowing to him. And then Julia appears. Now, did they bow to him or Julie? Because they like they look like they're going to rush him. Yeah, it is. Then they bow, and then she walks on screen. I thought it was she showed up, so they all started bowing to her for some reason. Yeah, I have no Maybe. idea. Maybe. Hard to... It's not totally clear. <laughs> yeah, it was a strange scene. So he uh, he finds Julia. Which is very different than the anime movie. <laughs> yeah. And Julia is holding a bag of seeds, and the movie ends. <laughs> la, la, la. <laughs> That's Hope it. Lives? Yeah, they do mark? not make as big of a deal of the seeds in this. So, the seeds uh, were pretty much just a plot device to be, oh, this is the gift Kenshiro gave to Julia. So, do yeah. you guys think this is anything like the anime? <laughs> Kind of. <laughs> well, Kenshiro was in it. Shen was in yeah, it. Yeah, so, I mean, it has some of the same characters. That, it has some of the... Bat and Lin. Yeah. Some similar scenes, that the flashback scene. The Z guys. Yeah, the Z guys. They, that's true. They, they have use. a lot of it in there, but they do take some big liberties with yeah. a lot of the characters. It seems the like they're intentionally making things super abrupt. To yeah, they definitely yeah, cut things. And, yeah. They're trying yeah. to... They fit everything they can in it. Yeah. I think this movie is actually shorter than the anime movie. Probably. By like 10 minutes or something. Yeah, the anime 10, one was like an hour 40-ish, maybe. Oh, and this is, I think, an hour and a half. Yeah, so yeah. I got somewhere in that 10-minute range. though, for the musical score in this movie, for one, because it was amazing, especially during the opening credits. Yeah, it's way too epic for this. 
<laughs> yes. I think one of the biggest problems of this movie is that it takes itself way too seriously. Yes. Yep. They're trying to do the survival drama future thing and they should not have gone as serious. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's weird. But yeah, there's so many differences. So you guys, I I know you guys aren't as familiar with the manga and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, like Bat and Lin are a couple. Oh, that, that's why I was like brother and brother sister. And sister brother yeah, just a, whoa. Yep. yeah. But there, there's this whole thing about Kenshiro, like Lin being in love with Kenshiro and Bat trying to be like, oh, you should be with him, and then she chooses not to. I don't know. Anyway, I don't know all the ages of these characters, but in the well, con- in in the manga part two, did she grow up? Adults. Okay, yeah. I was like, yeah, because if it's that little girl, I'm glad they didn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's also uh, like Julia's dead and stuff in the manga Whoa. at that point. So. Yeah. Because she has a horrible disease that Shin like puts her in. I don't know stasis. Yeah, he to, like uh, yeah. martial art stasis attacks her. I do yeah. remember that, which was weird yeah anyway so a lot of differences sounds like it but it's it's very it's kind of an abrupt version of the anime really like yeah Yeah. it has a lot of similarities but a lot of differences and clint howard's in this one yeah that's true you don't get him (laughs) in the manga or the anime so let's get to our second movie we'll be back in just a little bit all right morning the following offer is for mature audiences only exciting mysterious intense Graphic, provocative, raw. This is no ordinary animation. This is the exotic, bizarre, and beautiful world of Japanese anime. And this is your invitation to enter with the modern classic Akira. Critics say Akira makes Blade Runner look like Disney World. It's action-packed, the future of animation. Siskel and Ebert call it the video pick of the week. Akira is yours for only $4.95 with subscription when you order the best of Japanese animation collection series. With these state-of-the-art sci-fi classics, you will enter a world beyond imagination, a future out of control, and an experience you will never forget. Don't say we didn't warn you. Call 1-800-414-4422 now to order Akira for only $4.95 plus $3.79 shipping and handling. Future volumes are $19.95 plus shipping. Mature audiences only. Now we have Dragon Ball Evolution from 2009. Young child Goku, I mean 18-year-old <laughs> high school student Goku, is given something called a Dragon Ball by his grandfather Gohan, who is his martial arts teacher and parental figure. When Goku is invited to a party at Chi-Chi's dad's mansion, he is not there to defend his grandfather and Piccolo kills him. Now, with the help of Bulma, who is studying Dragon Balls to use them as an energy source, they must get the help of Muten Roshi to get the Dragon Balls and protect or use them or whatever so that Piccolo can't. But what Goku doesn't know is that he is in fact an alien monkey wolf thing from another planet. (laughs) It stars Justin Chatwin, who was in Super Babies 2, Baby Geniuses. God. <laughs> the Doctor Who episode, Return of Doctor Mysterious. Oh, that's a good yeah. episode, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And one episode of Fact or Fiction Beyond Belief. All right. Jonathan Frakes. Tequila himself, Chow Yun-Fat, is in this movie, who deserved much better than this. And is yes. in The Killer, Full Contact, Crouching Tiger, Shanghai. Man, he's cool as hell. Why, what okay, is he doing in this movie? Uh, <laughs> Emmy Rosam, who I am told is in the American version of Shameless, as well as my least favorite version of Phantom of the Opera. 
Then there is Spike from Buffy, James Marsters, who moved on to be Zamasu in Dragon Ball Super. Whoa, what? Are he Zamasu? Yeah. Okay, oh, I did not know that. <laughs> he was also in the Scooby-Doo Mystery Inc. episode Stand and Deliver as the Dandy Highwayman. I've seen the series. I can't remember wow. the specific. Yeah. Wait, no, no, no. I do remember. Okay, got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's awesome. So, you know. <laughs> and of course, Ernie Hudson. I could fill hours talking about what Ernie Hudson was in. So we're just going to skip that. Yeah. Anyway, let's uh, let's just ask real quick. Josh, how do you how well do you think this adapts Dragon Ball? <laughs> well, I'll put it to you this way. My first note on here is the intro has already messed up the entire lore. <laughs> okay. So, it doesn't start well. I'll I'll say that. It is not a good start to following the continuity. <sighs> Man, there's like Dragon Ball shirts all yeah. over the place oh, right now. Yes. So. yes, for those of you that cannot see what we're seeing, so all of you. <laughs> yeah. uh, we're doing laundry over here right now. My wife is folding my, my great Dragon Ball Z shirt. It's got Piccolo on it, and uh, it has the great ape, Ozaru. <laughs> and it has Gohan, who in this movie, Goku, if it was written as Gohan and Chi-Chi as Videl, it would have worked weirdly better. It would have The high school storyline, yeah. but... Yeah, and That's he's not also what this movie was. He's also wearing another Dragon Ball shirt. So. <laughs> that is our big reveal. That is the shirt he was wearing. Oh, yeah, man. surprise, surprise! The guy that didn't that had only seen the Fist of the North Star movie like today <laughs> wasn't wearing a Dragon Ball Z shirt all along. <laughs> so yes. That that's what's going on. So so you think that it doesn't adapt it well, is that what you're saying, Paul? It has characters with the same names. Um, <laughs> I was so excited. I wrote like before we started, oh. I made like a better logo for this movie, like Dragon Ball Evolution. I put in the O's they are all different star Dragon Balls and That's good. I have a picture of Goku, which doesn't match up with the movie. <laughs> okay, so let's uh, let's do a brief recap. Hell yeah, let's just get it because yes. we have a hell instead of, a lot of saying whether about. we think it works or not. Let's Plus, just... uh, Zana's sitting here and she's already antsy to talk about it, so she will probably. She, she might have some commentary. We might get a guest, our first guest appearance. So we have a voice. Oh, hold on, hold on. We should yeah. say for the record, weird thing. I think it might have literally been everyone here right now plus a few more we went to see this opening, as a midnight yeah, showing midnight opening showing. night everyone here at this table yeah and to my wife and izana we did not we have not watched it since until yeah. today and so. i've seen it one other time yeah. other than so, today so i've seen it three times a lot of it was forgotten when we were watching it we're like wait why is this happening <laughs> so. i have seen it one other time because my siblings did not know that this existed, so I had to destroy their conception of the world. Okay. You're, you're a good brother exposing them to reality. <laughs> yes, this is the ugly parts of reality. So Embrace it. Okay, They're... I have to chime in. Okay, go for <laughs> Come it. Come over here. Go for it, Zan. So I only saw this movie once when we watched it in the theater, and when I was excited then to watch it, and just now I was excited, but I had no memory of the movie, and... Now I know why. <laughs> okay. It's painful. It hurts so much. <laughs> but you should still watch it. Sure. <laughs> sure. You, you must watch it for one thing. You have to see the ultimate evil that can be unleashed on humanity. Oh, yes. So we have a voiceover telling about the history of 
what happened before the movie where Piccolo takes over the world and he's friends with Ozaru. Yep, that's my first one. I was like, wait, Ozaru, that's the great ape, right? You yeah, know, for people, yeah. spoilers for anyone that hasn't seen Dragon Ball Z, I guess. Though That's the Saiyan race, Goku, all those guys. Yeah. But this was apparently, in this version, Ozaru was like Piccolo's minion. Yeah. So at some point in the past, Piccolo the Namekian tamed a Saiyan, brought him to Earth with him and took it over. Yeah. Uh... So, yeah, we have the voiceover, and it informs us that Piccolo was captured by the Mafuba thing. Yeah. Which is true. Yeah, That's I was, what they used at this to part, I was like, him. okay, cool, the evil containment wave, because I watched the dub version. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And then balance is restored. I assume, is the voiceover supposed to be Grandpa Gohan? Yeah. I, yeah. I thought so, but, you know. So, the first thing that happens that's not that is you hear audio of Grandpa Gohan saying, The first rule is, there there are are no rules. Oh, Oh, gal. They didn't do the, like, rule two. See rule number one. They didn't do that, but, you know, we were kind of expecting it. So then some slow-mo sweat falls off of some kid, just some kid, who happens to be Goku, we find out. And then it pans out to a dead-on-the-inside, fish-eyed Goku standing there. Yeah. And then Goku versus Gohan happens. So Grandpa Gohan is training Goku on these ropes or something. Yeah, it's like a clothesline. They're like fighting on it. Like whoever, what does he say? Like uh, whoever, whoever hits the ground first. First, blah blah. And then he Who's just sounds like prepare to eat dirt before they fight. Oh yeah, Grandpa Gohan. Man, it's him. awful. <laughs> so Gohan defeats him by using an energy blast and oh. yeah. with that weird backwards jump crane karate kid form and then air shot. Yep. Uh, that was rough to watch. So anyway, um, they have this little they have this little discussion where Gohan is like, "You're special, Goku. You should, you know, I don't know, just a bunch of yeah. stupid stuff." Like, I was at least hopeful for a second because Gohan was using what I assumed was the power pole. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, cool. I mean, the power pole never that, extends, but that would have been cool if that. Yeah, it is won. the power pole, but it never extends. Yeah, he's at least using like that's the power pole, or, or it's a power pole reference that they snuck in. Yeah. So anyway, he's he's telling Goku about how special he is and how he can't use his powers to defeat the people at school. Oh, God. much like Superman. Yeah, <laughs> or Spider-Man. See any American superhero? Yeah, well, I mean, if you watch the Christopher Reeve Superman thing, that yeah, yeah, talk about that. Oh, I should have drank more. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so he, yeah, he's like, I can tear them apart with one hand, and just, uh, he's. I didn't train you to fight boys, Goku. Remember, yes. Goku, with great Uza- Ozaru comes great, great responsibility. responsibility. Yep. <laughs> no, exactly, that's not what he says, but that's... exactly like that. So, <laughs> Grandpa Gohan gives Goku the four-star Dragon Ball here and explains what it is, which is definitely different from the show, and he. <laughs> He gives it to him for Goku's 18th birthday, which I guess is today. And Goku goes to school. He's on a bike of some kind, and his bike gets run over by uh, Fuller in his school school cool bully. With all that goofy fetching street plastic crap. Yeah, and he's like, hey, Fuller, you ran over my bike. You're going to (laughs) pay. Yeah, and he's like, He's like, well, hit me, yeah. go. Come on. Hit me, Giku. Yeah, Giko. Uh, yeah, yeah. Giko. Uh, God. He keeps calling him Giko. Anyway, apparently Fuller is dating who is eventually revealed to be Chi Chi. <laughs> oh, so yeah. yeah, that's a whole thing. 
Meanwhile, on Piccolo's airship, we discover that Mai oh is with Yeah, him. we're watching it. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Like, Emperor Pilaf's going to be in this. Yeah, you know? it's Mai and, Pic- and Piccolo. Mai and Piccolo. But it's my and Piccolo, which is I weird. did have, I don't know if now's the time, but I had an alternate theory as to why my and Piccolo are together. Piccolo returned and my realized, you know, he's more powerful than Emperor Pilaf. My betrayed Emperor Pilaf and Shu and, you know, killed them both. And she's like, no, what are you doing? My, you can't steal that. That's Emperor Pilaf's. And then, <laughs> yeah. the, but the movie version of my is ruthless. She kills she my, she kills Shu. Pilaf. And then it's like. She's she's not dumb. She's like, okay, Piccolo is like a weird godlike creature. I'm gonna go with him. <laughs> yeah, like Pilaf's just a rich dwarf. That's all he is. <laughs> yeah. A rich imp, I guess. So anyway, Maya's with Piccolo. 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 Yeah. <laughs> I keep wanting to say Pilaf. Damn it. <laughs> that makes oh it's, oh. Okay. Well, so it, we can assume it is Pilaf's airship. Oh, so anyway, and here I was irritated. They go to Unitech High School. Yeah. Really, you couldn't sneak in Capsule, Capsule Corp? Corp yeah. Like, yeah. For the no. love of God, you have Bulma briefs in this movie. Yeah. Anyway, Mai gets this Dragon Ball from some shanty town place. It, it's just showing how yeah, evil just to they collecting are. a Dragon Ball. That's it. The fact that they're getting a Dragon Ball. And anyway, Goku is daydreaming about Chi Chi at school. <sighs> he has school, this yeah. dream about her like lustfully eating a strawberry and stuff. <laughs> While, uh, while the teacher's explaining the uh, the eclipse and oh, how it's yes. a once in a millennia thing, and my notes read that's that's not how you get blunts waves. Yeah, that that's not how you triggered the Ozaru. They're they're yeah. they're setting it up for that. It's like no, that's not necessary. No, you got to look <laughs> at the full moon, but have a tail as a saying. Yep, yeah, it's bad. So he's dre- daydreaming about Chi Chi, and he try the the teacher interrupts him he's like oh tell me what about this I say goku yeah what would what do you say about this thing and goku's like well my grandfather would say beware beware the, the dynamics yeah oh and when we watched that like i mean obviously we have knowledge that goku in the movie doesn't like wait a minute beware the dynamics like when you see them later on they're a very peaceful people like yeah <laughs> they're in the history of the dynamics there's like Piccolo, that's it. Yeah, and King Piccolo is the only evil. And it's because Kami split well, all of slug. his evil. Yeah, from, yeah. Oh, yeah. Slug, yeah. I don't know. But well, but he's movie. not canon. Yeah, yeah, so who knows? I mean, Dragon Ball but, Evolution, but then, I hope, is not canon. Even <laughs> even in Dragon Ball, they don't know their Namics. Yeah, they they think they're Namics. demons. Yeah, it's Demon King Piccolo. Demon King Piccolo. Man. Not we should just do like a stupid, um, like a terrible overdubbing of the movie to. To correct things like, well, my grandpa always said, beware the demons. <laughs> like, just a bunch yeah. of voice clips that correct everything. There's nothing you can do no, to fix there's this not. movie. Maybe edit it down to five minutes. <laughs> that would help. <laughs> Santa said that still wouldn't do it. I just wanted to wanted to put that in there. So Goku finds Chi-Chi trying to open her locker and she can't do it. So Goku uses Chi to open all the lockers accidentally. Yeah. He does some air bending. No, they didn't say that yet, but that's <laughs> yeah, when that yeah, yeah. started bothering me pretty quickly. Okay, so he awkwardly tries to hit on Chi-Chi, and... Because uh, she's she... like, did you do that? Uh, yeah, I, I did. <laughs> yeah, and she she says, you know, despite my name... Yeah. Oh, yeah, you guys... This is yeah, that was great, because Chi-Chi's a, a slang for cleavage in Japanese. So. Yeah, despite my name, I'm not as stupid as you might think. So... She invites him to her her swanky party, I guess. It's, yeah, just a party, and it happens to be on Goku's birthday. Yeah. So Goku gets ready for the party by doing the hair gel thing. Oh, yes. 
and his but, hair springs back into place. He tries yeah. to slick it back, and then there's no taming Goku's hair. It's, Goku's I mean, wild, wild hair. Yeah, that <laughs> oh is a, has two small hair gel, horns. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> gel spikes in it. So anyway, he goes to Ox King's castle. Yeah, they never mention Ox King in this, but we're all like, okay, so there's a, it is a castle. There's at least like. A slight nod to the Ox King. Yeah, I think this is just, oh man, uh, some rich guy's a like, rich I guy want it to be a yeah. castle. Guys. I really wish that there had been like flames around the castle and it had yeah. also been on top of a hill, like a Maybe mountain. fuller, like lit flames around the castle and no one could get to the party. That would have been funny. <laughs> there you go. Anyway, so Goku goes to the thing and all these cronies of fullers are just picking on him. He's like, well, I was invited. And they say, just walk away. Yeah, more just walk oh, away. <laughs> yeah, two movies in a row. There's a lot of. That's these... got to be a running thing. We hmm. every time we got to keep. <laughs> what movies say just keep track walk of away. it now? I don't know. There's a lot of them. Anyway, yeah. so Goku kind of fights them in that he doesn't fight them. He just oh, dodges yes. them to That's death. That's what I put. Goku Goku dodges high school kids into oblivion. That's my yeah. <laughs> I mean, the scenes. Eh, it is what it is. I have I have <laughs> seen worse choreographed yeah. scenes. I but... do have to say that. As it's a, kind of dumb though, because at no point would Goku not punch people. It's just for I don't know. Fun. Yeah, Goku versus high school kids. That's what it is. Anyway, so Fuller is pissed off that Goku dispatches of all of his cronies, and he brings down. He gets like some kind of a metal bar. Yeah, it's one of those things with movies. We it's come up in multiple movies so far. Like the bullies go way too far. It's like wait, you got my you or he assumes you beat up all my friends, and so. He gets like a metal pipe and he's going to like... Like, I'm going to legitimately yeah. try and kill you. Like, if Goku were just a regular guy, he would be trying to like manslaughter, or not manslaughter, murder You're him. saying you never had a bully that tried to actually murder you? No. I, I can't <laughs> say I have. Especially not from something stupid like, your friends tried to punch your me and, and I dodged. Punks. So, well, we're much older people and as bizarre as it may seem, I had that happen twice. Ooh. Damn. Oh, did you did you dodge the bullies into oblivion? One time I did. Hey, that's all right, <laughs> well, Goku. Good job. <laughs> well, it was a lot easier to dodge a truck. Oh. Oh, okay. That's more serious than what happened in Dragon Ball Evolution. Yeah. Anyway, it's just one of those dumb things that happened. Point being, so Goku goes to hang out with Chi Chi at her party and he's like, This is the best birthday ever. And she's like, Oh, it's your birthday and just eh, whatever. Anyway, my and Piccolo go to Grandpa Gohan's house. Yeah, and... it's sad because Grandpa Gohan, uh, this I know this got to Zan. <laughs> it was like, he's sitting there waiting because it's Goku's birthday. It's like a cake for him and everything. Yeah. He's just waiting. It's for... his 18th birthday, and he told him, like, I'm going to explain everything to you on your 18th birthday. But he's Goku, all day. being a bastard teenager, is like, I'm just going to take off to go see this girl that I guess I like and her mm-hmm. at Ox King's castle. I mean, that's... Yeah. So my and Piccolo destroy the house looking for a Dragon Ball and they kill Gohan. Mostly kill Gohan. I mean, yeah, Piccolo just has Namekian telekinesis and just just crushes the house. That's pretty wild, even for Dragon Ball. So anyway, Gohan is barely alive and Goku comes home from the party to see him. Yeah, he like senses it. He was like, wait. He like looks at the moon like... He's going to turn into Uzaru, but no, he's he like, something's the, wrong with Grandpa, and he He leaves. gets the flash of something, and something's wrong. I got to go to Grandpa Gohan. Yeah, and then he goes there, and he finds Gohan dying, and he's like, go find Master Roshi. He'll help you. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Yeah. And then he dies. So, poor Grandpa Master Gohan. Master Roshi in the Dagobah system. Oh, wait, yeah. I'm crossing over two other things. <laughs> I mean, it's 
all close well enough. Be. It may yeah, exactly it may as well be. So like that the whole, heights, there's a ship there. You can take it to Dagobah. We talked about it. Uh, I mean, this isn't part of the recap, but something for when it's Goku versus the high school bullies. I'm like, this really seems like Spider-Man versus Flash Thompson. Yeah. In Spider-Man 1. This movie's just a mix of all the things of <laughs> yes. other movies. So Goku laments all night and he's getting through the, you know, wreckage, getting ready to go do what his grandfather told him. And he gets attacked by a girl with a gun. <laughs> and he's like, are you Piccolo? Yeah. Basically. It's... it's- if I was, I would have already shot you. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't know what that is yet. They start really aggressive. Yeah, give me the Promethean orb. You stole it from me. <laughs> yeah, the Promethean orb. Promethean orb. He's like, what are you talking about? This is a Dragon Ball. It's got four stars. Oh, mine has five stars. This is Bulma. Well, now who's the idiot? Yeah. So this is Bulma, and it sort of reveals that my stole Bulma's balls. Yep. <laughs> Bulma has no balls. Yeah. Uh, but you know this is Bulma because she has a single strand of blue I think blue there might hair. be two strands. It depends how yeah. she styles her hair, but she does have strands of blue hair. Yeah. And she's like, Dragon Balls. She explains that she's looking for the Dragon Balls because she wants to harness their energy. Yeah. She very quickly is, when he's like, what are you talking about? They're called Dragon Balls. And she's just calling them Prometheum Orbs. So she's like, okay, fine. Dragon Balls. She like switches over very yeah. fast. Dragon Dragon Ball Energy. DBE. DBE. Catchy oh. name. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> yep. Xana just shakes her head in anger. <laughs> so. I really liked Bulma in this version. I think that she did a great job. The actress, Rodney, said that she studied the manga and everything and was super into it. I would have been thrilled with this character if she just had blue hair, which would have made perfect sense for a teenage girl to dye her hair blue. Yep. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Bulma kind of makes a deal with. Goku to go with him. She'll help him find Master Roshi if he helps her find the Dragon Balls. Yep. And Bulma has a cap, although she she throws a little capsule out, but then she has a remote or something. That... And it, it transformers into a bike. Yep. <laughs> yeah, we talked about this. It would be like, I know they didn't want to go cartoony with it, but budget-wise, if they had just have her throw a thing, and then there's a poof of smoke... <laughs> And then there's a vehicle there's a like would have saved money. It would saved a lot of money. So and anyway, they could have used they, it for they did not spend the, the special effects budget well. Uh, not in the right though. places, no. So they go to Roshi Island. Oh, it's cool. like yeah. This I was looking. I'm like, no way. This is Master Roshi's island. It's just like a single apartment <laughs> in like the middle of like a crater of a city. A cra- uh, it looked like a mining area in the middle of the city. Yeah, I don't know what the so deal is. It's strange. like they decided they're like, we're going to dig up this area of the city. It sucks, but Master Roshi's holding out. Well, I really should, have, really should have had Xana just take over. Because <laughs> she's, <laughs> oh, geez. She's so much Xana, more you might mad have to get cheek to cheek over I here. I died a little bit inside when I saw Master Roshi's island. It could have been an offshore island. It could have even had the city in the background, but no. It's not even yeah. pink. Nope. We got we get Kame apartment. Not Kame. Kame house. apartment complex. Oh. Anyway. So they go there, they're breaking in looking for Dragon Balls and stuff. That that's actually why they're there to get the Dragon Balls initially. But they make a ruckus and Roshi wakes up because one single rock pebble. <laughs> oh yeah, falls. Goku catches everything except the one pebble. Yeah, he does he some bumped. matrix. <laughs> yep, there's pebble the matrix slowdown. So anyway. Master Roshi wake up, wakes up and he fights Goku and he seems to do better than Goku. He's he's pretty buff, but that's the case in the anime. So yeah, they did get that right. I'll give him that. But Goku jumps up into the air and floats and tries to use an energy beam of some kind <laughs> to hit him. 
he air bends and <laughs> Roshi dodges it and hits Bulma. He hits Bulma. <laughs> yeah, and they they have this brief exchange and they're like, wait, are you Master Roshi? And he's like, I am Muten Roshi, <laughs> the Invincible. And he discovers about Grandpa Gohan's death. So there's that. He's like, yeah. oh, that sucks. I didn't <laughs> have my notes. I You have the answer to this, but my notes are just like, why isn't Master Roshi bald? Yeah, because he wanted, he wanted to wear a bald cap. Like, the, there was a whole thing about... Yeah. Do we want to wait till the end to explain all the... I'll... I'll or yeah, just interject. Yeah, well, we can wait till the end. Okay, but, but that was a note of mine. Like, why is just, he not bald? That would have been so for, easy. Just for this one, I do think he wanted to wear a bald cap. And then he was also supposed to be wearing contacts in this movie. And they were supposed to progress him in the sequel to just being bald and wearing glasses the whole mm. time. But um, obviously the sequel never got <laughs> yeah. yes. Thank what God. What would that have even been? Oh, I, we can get to that yeah, at the yeah. end. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway... Muten Roshi has this whole, oh, this whole fairy tale about the Dragon Balls that sounds like the one, <laughs> the one ring. ring to rule them all. Seven Dragon Balls to rule them all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh. Obviously, it's terrible. Like, in the movie, it's worse than that. It's yeah, just him doing like a weird reciting the, the things. The seven about... balls must be gathered, or else the demon king will rise and rule. And he does like yeah, a bunch of weird like interpretive dance as oh, he's doing God. that. Yes, I forgot. Yeah, so Roshi <sighs> says, "Oh yeah, I'll train you, Goku, so that we can deal with this King Piccolo thing and all this stuff. And I will, I will turn you into an Airbender, basically." This is where he mentions airbending. Yep. Oh, that's what the thing I was like, and I put this like, why airbending? Like, and I'm someone I've never seen Avatar, but nor have I. It's not Goku the Last Airbender. It's, <laughs> no, no, it they, is not. It takes a while. Like later in the movie, they mention use your key power. I'm like, why didn't you say that the whole time? Why yeah. did you call it airbending you were seven most times? Of the way through the movie, and it was airbending until this point. Yeah, that. Uh, I don't know, Josh, are you familiar with the airbenders? I actually am. You are? Okay. okay. I've seen all the Airbender stuff except that M. Night Shyamalan atrocity. I've seen oh, that. you assume it's atrocity. What if the <laughs> twist is that it's the good one? I've, no. seen, I've seen that. No. <laughs> I don't know. I've, I've never seen, seen it. I have two sisters that are show. bigger fans. They watched it, and their review of it to me was, whatever you do, don't see this. <laughs> I have never seen the show, and I've seen that movie. You've seen the okay. I haven't seen either, so we have a weird <laughs> combination here. Heard. If you've seen the show, you hate the movie. If you've never seen the show, you might like the movie. Nah, I hated it. I thought it sucked. <laughs> yeah, that's the other. <laughs> oh, there was that scene. Um, because we were looking at it, it's like, did they just steal all their ideas for scenes from other movies? Because there's a thing where they're looking <laughs> yes. at the Dragon Ball and they drop it and then they like throw a cloth because Goku was seeing visions or something. Yeah, and so they throw a cloth over it. It was like, what is this? Return of the King? Did they just look in the Palantir and they need to cover it? Like, yeah, we do yeah, not they're... know who else may be watching. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's yeah, like Roshi has the Dragon Ball. They're looking for it. Goku can, for whatever reason, sense the Dragon Balls. In yeah, this. it's like and it he, is like the ring. They're just ripping off Lord of the Rings. Goku's a ring wraith for the Dragon Balls because <laughs> he picks it up and he gets the visions of the future and Piccolo destroying the Earth, so he drops it and Bulma yep. or Roshi. I I couldn't watch for that length of time. <laughs> Throws a cloth over it to capture it so that yeah. Sauron can't find their location. <laughs> Put the Dragon Balls away, Goku. Piccolo may be watching. <laughs> So anyway, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so we're we're gonna move. We're gonna keep. Yeah, yeah we need to move past so the scene much, for yeah. the love of God. Let's get past yeah, Master Roshi's house. So anyway, they're gonna leave, and Chi Chi 
kind of goes with them. It's, I don't know. Well, she wants the rest of the Dragon Balls, and they're going to help because yeah. Piccolo's hunting, so Goku's going to protect her. So they go driving, and, and Goku's kind of doing some training, and they find... Well, yeah, he does do, like, training on the road. At least yeah. they show Master Roshi yeah, training. Yeah, Roshi puts, like, the enormous backpack on him and makes him run after Yeah, that car. was like, hey, there's, like, a slight reference hey, to the show. Training. They reference the show, finally. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> they find Chi Chi doing like fighting at the Budokai Tenkaichi <laughs> tournament, which at this time yeah, is outside. Which they call something else completely. And, uh, Maybe she's part of Mortal Kombat. I don't know. I guess. At this point, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a thing that they do. They find her and. She invites Goku to the tournament. So obviously. What we know about Goku is he, of course, declines because Goku hates fighting Oh, no, people. he would never join yeah. a fighting tournament. Yeah, he would never do anything like that. He's got a quest to <laughs> go on. So anyway, Goku is still training and they're still driving around. He's doing this like one hand stand thing and, and Roshi... Well, Roshi trains him to shoot energy blasts at oranges. <laughs> Indeed. Doing some airbending. Yeah. Airbending. airbending. And they fall into a hole. So... <laughs> yep. They fall into a hole and they're kind of stuck there. And Yamcha, yeah, no, oh, the notorious is... desert bandit Yamcha. Yeah. Oh, and this was the part that got me so furious because this is absolutely not Roshi. Roshi, because Roshi catches Bulma. You see his hand oh, on. Oh, they fall down. Yeah, Chich, or on Bulma's posterior. And if you were, if you had ever seen the anime, Roshi would have done his. Hey, <laughs> hello, young lady. All right, hey, young lady. <laughs> No, instead he's no, like, he drops Ooh. her because he's shocked to he have realized... indecently touched a woman. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. was, yeah, a big uh, Roshi betrayal right there. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then Yamcha the Desert Bandit shows up. Who's like got this sort of bleached blonde <laughs> hair and oh. goatee, and he's just like a guy. Uh, well, yeah. I think they must have just been keeping with the tradition of screwing over Yamcha when they did yeah, this. Yeah. The, screw, the show screws him over. Let's screw him over in the movie too. So Yamcha extorts them for all their stuff, but it turns out that they are not willing to give that stuff away. And Roshi and the crew, they just hang out there all night. Yeah, it's a weird thing where he's like, okay, it's fine now, but once the sun comes up, you're going to bake. I'm like, hey, this is like, it's not actually a reference, but it's kind of similar to when Pilaf traps them at the end of the first season of Dragon Ball and yeah. they're going to die in the morning from the sun. Yeah. Except there's no people. <laughs> there's no Pilaf. Yeah. They're not in a room there's that no, has no, no, no. mirrors. There's no escapes. There's I don't no... think the yeah. writer was aware that he was creating a similarity <laughs> to yeah. the show. There's no Oolong using the Dragon Balls for to underwear. wish for the world's underwear. most no. comfortable underwear. Pair of underwear. <sighs> well, anyway, back to this movie. So <laughs> Roshi does this mystic fire exposition exposition and explains the situation between Piccolo and Azaru to Goku because I don't know, maybe we didn't understand it the first time. Yeah. I don't I don't understand it now. Okay. So. Well there you go. <laughs> yeah. He he's explaining all this stuff and Yamcha's like, that sounds you know, that's I don't believe stupid. that. Yeah, what I don't believe in he's that's like, just are... crazy. Yep. And he's like, you are the kind of person who doesn't believe in anything. He's like, okay. Yeah, I guess that's right. So anyway, Goku can just jump out of the hole, and he does. No, he, he almost was, does, but he, Roshi Goku can... tries, and then Roshi just does oh, it later because yeah, yeah. Goku makes a few attempts and fails. Okay, well there you go. So at least it shows that Roshi's superior to Goku. So That's something. Yep. So they go down there to excavate the Dragon Ball, which seems to be down there anyway. Yeah, they like convince Yamcha. It's like, hey, you want some like treasure and money, right? Just bring your 
He just has excavating gear. Like, bring this crazy drill thing down here. <laughs> yeah. We'll Mean- dig up some treasure. Meanwhile, Spike gets spiked. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, Piccolo. Piccolo gets puts- blood taken from him so to that he can create create minions to oh yeah my, my notes say tambourine yeah that's is the that thing. you we were excited it's like okay tambourine drum cymbal piano yeah. here we go and that's not what you nope. get none of those things happen it's just weird goo monsters <laughs> yeah they're like it's, less than cybermen it's like the it's like the clay monsters from oh the putty the putty guys almost. from power yeah. rangers yeah yeah so they find the dragon ball in this thing of lava and they fight the goo monsters. Woo. And they throw them in the lava and then use them to jump A bridge. To... Yeah, Goku starts chucking the tambourines and pianos in the <laughs> in the lava to jump across their corpses, I guess, that harden in the lava. Hopefully these people understand Dragon Ball. <laughs> well, if not, whatever. You know, they, got, they got that Namekian regeneration yeah. going. Well, I, I mean, it's just funny because like, he's throwing tambourines and pianos <laughs> yeah. into... People are going, what is going on? Well... I... If there's somebody that decided to watch Dragon Ball Evolution but never watched Dragon Ball, I don't really have much sympathy. Like, <laughs> I don't even know what that would be like. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I think even they would find it bad. I'm... I would hope. So anyway. I don't think it made a whole lot of money, so. Yeah, so Mai is there. She fights Goku for the Dragon Ball when he gets it and defeat her quite easily. She kind of escapes. And... But they, they determine they have to go to West City. Yeah. Or some other place. They they mention the town. It's nothing. Mm. I only know West City. So. They need to learn to defeat Ozaru. Yes. So they got to they got to go to the monks to get the Mafuba, which it sounds like they understood this as the Mafuba is the container, not the technique. Not the technique, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um Ernie Hudson is a monk. Yeah. Winston Zeta monk. That's my note. <laughs> At this point, he might as he, he might as well have been Krillin. Yeah, it's a weird situation. And oh, yep. I know Xana had a problem with that. It's like, wait, there are all these monks in the movie, but there's no Krillin? Yeah, so they're doing this thing where they're talking about the prophecy and all this stuff. I don't I don't remember. I was barely paying attention. <laughs> yeah. The Zaru's coming with Piccolo, going to take over the world. There you go. We've heard it a whole bunch in four different... We've heard the regular story, the children's rhyme, blah, blah, blah. Okay, we get it. Zaru Piccolo bad. So anyway, uh, meanwhile at the tournament, <laughs> Chi-Chi is fighting Mai. Mai? Oh yeah, the actual Mai martial arts thing. joined the tournament late and was apparently allowed to join. Yeah, I was so confused. I'm like, why is Mai here? What is she doing? She fights Chi-Chi she and then she draws her blood. A drop of blood. Yeah. Yeah, she draws her blood with one of those stupid finger armors that you buy <sighs> at uh, yeah, Hot Topic. Hot topic. <laughs> yeah. Fun stuff. So then she does that and she forfeits the match because she already did the thing that she wanted to do and bulma is just talking to yamcha i totally didn't pay attention to what was happening yeah it's fine <laughs> and roshi teaches oh airbending oh to goku yeah this, this was scene it this was, was the bad one he has to teach goku the final airbending technique uh-huh. he says you are the not kame. you are not ready but we don't have any time so yes the kame hameha the kame hameha it was so terrible when we were watching, like, wait, wait, okay, so he's teaching him the evil containment wave, right? Mm-hmm. Nope. <laughs> nope. Man, we should have just watched The Killer or something good. Hard-boiled. <laughs> anyway. Yes. So we get Roshi explaining the elaborate interpretive dance you must do before using the Kamehameha, which 
was so cringeworthy, and it also can light candles. Yeah, so yeah, so he does this thing where he puts sleeves on, <laughs> puts sleeves on, one on and each side, spins his arms yourself. around, <laughs> and just breathes. And then you, <laughs> and then Roshi creates some like orange energy aura, and then lights a candle, shoots a candle. Yeah, it's yep. pretty, pretty crazy. This was the moment that ruined me. I let out such a deep sigh that I wasn't sure that I could inhale ever again. <laughs> yeah, it. She was so mad. I. Th- oh. This was the first movie that defeated Xana completely. Yeah, she. She was done at this point. It's true. Oh. That's completely true. I've been sitting here quietly for almost every movie, sitting here listening to you guys do your. Uh, interviews or chats or whatever (laughs) and i even enjoyed drop dead fred (laughs) but dragon ball evolution oh it's it's not yeah it's not fun so anyway (sighs) yeah i do have a big note it's just like my notes are why is it fire why isn't it blue (laughs) yes why does it put out why does it create fire instead of yeah that was the thing i was watching like wait wasn't the original purpose to put the fire out on <laughs> Ox King's mountain? Yeah, that's why he learns it. Oh, man. So anyway, Ugh. he's training all night and Chi-Chi shows up and he's he's tired of training. So he's going to light one of the candles with another candle. And she goes, that's cheating. <laughs> and Goku's like, oh, oh, okay. Oh, sorry. So they do this thing where every time he lights a candle, she will get a step. He or can, he can take a step take closer. Take a step closer. What happens when I get to you? If I let, if I let all of them, oh, you'll be standing well, right next stand to right me. Next to me. <laughs> yeah, so he's motivated by sex. He would never be able to fly on the Nimbus in this movie. Yeah, but he does succeed in lighting all the torches, and after that, um, he puts them out. If you know what I mean, and I think you do. Kamehame. Air Ben, sorry, I shouldn't have sworn. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. This movie draws it out. Air bending. <laughs> uses the 34th airbending technique he's not goku the second to last airbender after master roshi yeah everyone laughs at goku and his uh so he's he presumably bangs chi chi <laughs> and maybe i don't know and in this movie. basically every main character runs across chi chi while she's trying Goku's to doing the walk of shame yeah like, oh Oh, all right. they're all laughing about it. And then you, I'm just like, oh, didn't think the little bro had it in him. <laughs> Whatever. The way, yeah, Yom, the way they have so Yamcha cool. act. like He's a surfer bro. I really wish he would have. I would have been fine with the surfer bro as long as he was still afraid of girls. But it's always nope. the quiet ones. It's always, always the quiet, quiet ones. And then Goku appears from somewhere like, not in his room. What's everybody talking about? Yeah. They're like, Wait, oh, no. We're you banging balls. Chi-Chi in your room? She's got the dragon balls. So it's actually Maya that she's she's disguised as. Uh, and I guess Chi-Chi. the blood they have like really good like you can manipulate someone's face if you have their DNA. Well, she like what is, did they explain how well, she had between, that costume? No. No, see between <laughs> the tournament and that night she went to the shape-shifting school with Oolong and Puar. Okay, yeah. So she learned shape-shifting and it yeah. apparently a much darker version. Yeah, yeah like she requires Puar and Oolong it's like this weird like satanic circus like all right, now bring forth the subject's blood. <laughs> That's how you have to shapeshift. I just imagined an Oolong yeah. and Puar in a satanic Why? circle with Do my. The blood ritual. Why? 
yeah, the blood. It's time for the blood ritual. All right. All right, Mike, drink the blood. <laughs> and you, uh, you can take their shape. Oh, God. man. See, this is a great movie. It's great <laughs> if we add stuff in ourselves. So anyway. <sighs> oh, man, it's like Drop Dead Fred all over again. Like, man, let's make this movie work in our heads. Yeah, yes. so... Yep, there's a fight, and the Chi Chi fights the fake Chi Chi, who is Mai, and Goku finds Goku finds them, and he knocks out the wrong Chi Chi. Yep, and then oh, I have this because it's very un Goku. He realized he knocked out the wrong one. She's like wrong one, but you know whatever the movie line. And then Goku goes, "Oh shit, that's yeah. not Goku yeah. at all." <laughs> and then he gets shot and dies. Yep. Yeah, he he gets shot, and Roshi comes over and defibrillates him with his. Orange Kamehameha, because he. This is Kame the first time hands. you hear him say Kamehameha. <laughs> Looks like Xana totally forgot about the defibrillation. So, anyway, you yeah. can also use the Kamehameha in case you lose your car keys to hotwire yeah. it. So that happens, and Goku is a you know revived. Yep. But he had his vision where Master Grandpa Gohan tells him, "Remember who you remember are, who, Goku. Remember who you are." So Piccolo has all the Dragon Balls, and he's doing the Dragon Ball ritual. But they have to go to the Dragon Dragon Temple, Temple. because that was very important in the lore. Yeah. So anyway, they go to face him, and Piccolo and Roshi have a fight. They're like (laughs) shooting energy at each other and stuff. Yeah, we actually see two, and we actually see Piccolo do the most correct. Kamehameha. Oh yeah, he does the the movement. It's almost yeah. like Pickles. Like you guys are an idiot. You don't you don't this need to do that dance. You just put your hands right here at your hips and then blast away. Well, he's played the Wii game. Yeah, exactly. Piccolo knows. <laughs> Tenkaichi three. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, that's going on. And then Mai is fighting. Mai is fighting and Bulma, Yamcha. and Goku starts fighting Piccolo after. Piccolo defeats Master Roshi. They they do get something right here, though, that we got to talk about, because Roshi actually hits Piccolo with the Mafuba. Yes. And he's going to trap him in the container, but Piccolo fires and destroys the container, which is actually what happens in Dragon Ball. And Goku does this thing where he's like, I will defeat the Ozaru. And Piccolo's like, defeat Ozaru. You will become him. Yeah, this was the thing where it was like Star Wars. Look, like, look inside your heart, Goku. Search you your know. feelings, Goku. You no. know it to be true. No, that's impossible. impossible. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's fun. And Goku turns into the Wolfman. He becomes Benicio oh, Del Toro. Yes. Oh, yep, my notes are just like, because when I, at first I couldn't tell the scale until he broke through the wall. I was like, are you kidding me? He's like so my notes are just taller. attack of the nine foot Goku. That's yeah. Yeah, Goku Maybe that's gets, being generous, I don't know. Goku gets three feet of height versus, you know, yeah. Dragon Ball Z, GT, where, no, it's like a 30 story monster. Yeah. And so, like, it's King Tong in this time. In this one, it's the Wolfman. Yeah. So it's like, wait, this is how they took over the world? Apparently. So, yeah, Wolfman. Wolfman happens. So the Ozaru bursts through a wall and hits Yamcha at one point. That's, I just wanted to mention that. Yeah, that was when I realized, like, we were watching, like, wait, that's how big he is? (laughs) That's it? Yeah. Oh. Anyway, so Goku can just, after the rampage that he goes on, he. Finds his inner self well, or he, something. He does strangle Roshi. And yeah. Roshi tells him, you can't defeat the Ozaru with fists. Oh, okay. You must defeat him from inside. 
Yeah, and Goku is able to channel himself and overcome the wolf power. <laughs> and so then it takes a great turn where he becomes Super Saiyan 4. It should have been. Because, oh, wait, yeah, wait, we were... wait, no. He becomes Broly from the newest movie. Nope. No, oh, wait, nope. no, he's not just, that either. He's just Goku again. He's just Goku again. Yeah, but... we were joking about that the whole time. We're like, what? so he should be super powerful, right? Yeah, he should be Super Saiyan 4. He should have just transformed back into a half monkey man, half, yeah, half man half with red man with fur. Red fur. Well, it wasn't written by the same person that wrote Green Lantern, so... Okay. Anyway, because that's basically how the Green Lantern movie is. It's kind of... Yeah. Anyway, so Goku fights Piccolo, Bulma fights Mai, and then during the end of the fight... Yamcha shoots Mai in the back. That's that was what... weird. Yeah, I saw that. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Did he like energy blasters? Like, no, that was a gun. Yeah. Yeah, their the guns least... shoot energy beams. The least Dragon Ball thing that happens. Yeah, Yamcha shooting a woman in the back. Like, <sighs> Yamcha shooting like, oh, it's two girls. I can't. Yeah, and run it's away. It's a good but... thing she didn't turn around. I would have gotten too flustered to fight. Piccolo uses his super energy power. Yeah, he uses his, his death he uses ball. He uses Frieza's death ball. Yep. To attack Goku. Oh. And then Goku does the Kamehameha at him and flies through the air. Yeah, at least it's like for a few seconds, it's in classic beam battle. Yeah. So we got it for a few seconds. And they do get the Dragon Ball scene where Goku is flying towards him after flying through Piccolo's energy blast. Yeah, he doesn't punch through him, but you know. <laughs> Yeah. Mostly because they're the same height. They're the, they same, yeah, they're the same size. Nasty. It wouldn't work. Since Goku, weirdly enough, in this movie was not a child. He was 18. Yep. Because so, Hollywood. Kamehameha, and he defeats Piccolo, essentially. he's Piccolo is knocked out or dead, or I don't know. Who knows? And then they use the Dragon uh, Balls. They use the Dragon Muten Balls. Muten Roshi to... is dead. Yeah, Muten Roshi is dead. Weird. So they call. Which, he does die fighting Piccolo. Yeah. Not in, anywhere near what this was yeah, like. Yeah, nothing like this. So Goku Somewhere calls baby Shenron. Oh, oh yeah, this yeah. is so hard to deal with. And he's like, he doesn't do the like arise dragon or Shenron. You know, it's just like the ritual of Chud has been yeah, completed. Yeah, he said like, the weird blood stuff. rule. <laughs> Chud, <laughs> an it reference. Yeah, it's just oh, yeah. like, but that's kind of what it was like. Wait, where did Goku learn to summon the dragon? This is really weird. I was thinking like Chud too, Bud the Chud. Oh maybe. Anyway. Um, Arise, eternal dragon, and grant my wish. Peas and carrots. Yeah, yeah peas and there. carrots. Anyway, so they use baby Shenron to bring yeah. Roshi back. Oh, little Shenron was so disappointing because, like, I wouldn't even... He, well, he was much smaller than Shenron should be, but, like, he was pretty much all, like, made of light, gold. It's like, ah, why couldn't they have had a green dragon yeah, with Shenron, a gold glow? Shenron's I don't care. supposed to be enormous. With, oh, like, he's a... supposed to be huge, but it's like this little... All right, we summoned an alligator to grant our wish. Yeah. A golden alligator. So Roshi comes back. Yep, see what? Yeah. So Roshi comes back, and he's like, I was in this wonderful place, and it was so cool, and then your grandpa Go Gohan came and kicked me out, saying that you had too much work to do, and Goku was like, yep, we still need you. And there were so many bikini girls there. And they wouldn't yeah. let me stay. He I hate you all for bringing like, me back. He's like, oh, it's okay. He he accepts it, which I was talking because Buffy, because Piccolo. Oh, like, yeah. There, there's a thing in the late series of Buffy where like Buffy dies and she comes back and she's pissed off at everyone for bringing her back. She's so damn mad. And it's like a multiple episode arc. It's pretty cool. One of the few times where I'm like, okay. Yeah. So 
Meanwhile, they bring him back. Everything's all happy. Dragon Balls go somewhere. And Goku goes to bang Chi-Chi. But Chi says they have to have settle the score between them. Yep. So we yep. end with them at the martial arts ring. Yeah. Ten Kaichi. Yeah. They ring. end up. They end at like Rocky Three. <laughs> so, yep. Anyway, but is that the real end, Rodney? No, because I I stopped the movie, but I was like, oh, everyone's like, wait, there's a thing afterwards. There's, there's like, an yeah, ending. Yeah. So some woman is taking care of someone in a bed. Yeah, yep. giving them a wet washcloth for their head. Yep, he turns over and it's Piccolo! Yep, so Piccolo's not dead. We, yeah, we were talking about, like, it would have been kind of cool, even though they didn't show it, if it was, like, a little Piccolo. So, yeah, that Piccolo Goku Jr. had actually defeated King Piccolo, and this was who would be Ma Jr. later on. Yeah. Yeah. But, so, nope, it's just full-grown Piccolo. Yep. Baby Piccolo would have been a redeeming moment to Yes, Xana believes that Baby Piccolo would have redeemed, C- could have redeemed the movie partly. It not, would have been something. Anyway, so oh. I think it's clear what we feel about this movie. But let's let's just say let's get to the verses thing. Okay, that's fair. Oh, oh, actually, let's let's talk about both of these movies a yeah. little bit more. Hold on. A okay, I know Rodney knows so, a lot of the history of Dragon Ball Evolution and why it. Is Why it is what it is. I, I want to talk about a couple things that... I want to talk about something that we didn't talk about during Fist of the North Star, All which right. is Gary Daniels, the Fist of the North Star, Kenshiro himself, he named one of his kids Kenshiro because he liked the movie oh, so wow. much. Well, hey. I mean, he probably put... He at least put workout into it. He at least exercised for it. So Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the other thing that I wanted to mention is that the Japanese version of the Fist of the North Star movie has the Japanese cast from the anime dubbing it. Oh. Ooh, that's, that's pretty that's, cool. That's pretty I mean, cool. if you're, yeah. yeah, if you're from there, that's pretty cool. Like, yeah. That's a bonus. So now, now we'll talk about Dragon Ball Evolution. I just forgot to mention those things. So, um, Dragon Ball Evolution was largely shot in an abandoned jeans factory in Durango, Mexico. That explains not enough. Actually, explains why there's a lot of desert too. <laughs> yeah, but you know, if you would like a little south of the border experience, I recommend you watch the November twelfth, nineteen seventy seven episode <laughs> entitled "Salute to Mexico" of the Lawrence Welk Show. Yeah, that's right. Nice. You didn't think I could do that with Dragon Ball, did you? Oh, it's... Anyway. (laughs) You never cease to amaze me. So, there are also two other live-action movies based on Dragon Ball. That's Dragon Ball Sawar... Sawar... I don't speak South Korean. Sawara-san Ogong Igeora-san Ogong. Oh, catchy name. Yeah. Rolls off the tongue. Yeah, from 1990. Maybe if you speak Korean, it does. And there's also a Taiwanese one called Dragon Ball, The Magic Begins. Okay, much easier okay. to go with. I know I have, I've not watched it, but I have seen a DVD copy of one of those in one of those old used DVD stores. Yeah, yeah I saw I saw parts of both of them, actually. They're better than Dragon Ball Evolution. I'm, I'm tempted to <laughs> so, watch them now. I might binge Dragon Ball just to clear the palate. Anyway, so Justin Chatwin and Emmy Rosam extensively prepared for their roles, taking martial arts classes, reading the manga, all sorts of stuff, because they wanted it to be good. Those poor bastards. Yeah, like Chatwin read Journey to the West. Emmy Rosam trained with like a SWAT team. It's... Yeah, like they were committed to this role and doing good. Yeah. <sighs> For the most part, they they were all on board with wearing wigs and stuff, but the director thought that would look stupid, and they chose not to. 
Uh, so we, yeah, we could have had blue-haired Bulma, Goku yep. with actual spikes. Which at the the only thing I can say is toward the end when he actually puts on his like turtle gi or whatever that was Gohan's, they made much more of an effort to make his hair spiky and crazy like Goku's. But it wasn't really till like the very like last. 15, it's hard 20 to mimic Goku's hair when you have like not two enough length, inch yeah. length hair. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty bad. But, you know, yeah, so we could have had blue-haired Bulma, bald Roshi, Goku with, you know, somewhat reasonably close to Goku hair. So James Marsters was a fan of Dragon Ball before they started working on this movie. That's one of the reasons why he signed up. And he had to work with the makeup artist extensively in secret to change the makeup to make it look even more like Piccolo. Because otherwise they kind of just wanted him to look like a guy, I guess. Yeah. Oof. I also heard that Chow Yun-Fat wanted to work with Stephen Chow, who was the producer, but he decided not to be the director. He found out when he got there, however, that Stephen Chow was not only no longer the director, but that the movie cost $90 million less than what he originally signed up for. Oof. Yeah, that's rough. So that's pretty cool. I also heard at one point, you know, once they got on location, James Marsters and Chow Yun-Fat would hang out in the desert together, lamenting what was happening to them. <laughs> oh, God. So, well, I mean. Oh, it's so sad. Yeah. Man, it's just a tragedy. It, it's clear that a lot of people were interested in making this movie and a lot of people cared about making it good, but... When you look at Dragon Ball Evolution, you've got to look at it at a con in a 2009 context. It's uh, it's sort of it is a blockbuster summer film in 2009 when other blockbuster summer films were like X Men Origins Wolverine. Yeah, they did have that trailer before. or um, Spider Man Three. You know all the movies that everyone loves. Yeah. So this is the era where this is happening. Transformers is coming out, stuff like that. That's that's where Dragon Ball is trying to get its trying audience. Trying to fit in. Oof. Yeah. So it And and we talked about this. There's a lot of feel to it with Goku going to high school and he's super powerful, but he's not allowed to fight back. Yeah. Think of Spider-Man, because that's what he has to do. Yep. You it's... have the the Lord of the Rings feel with the Dragon Balls, and you have to gather them to stop evil from winning. Which is nothing <laughs> like the dragon balls it's just gather them and you get a you free get a wish. thing yep so you we're get underwear yes so we're gonna get to the versus moment okay well paul oh my gosh i'm not ready for this okay well <laughs> emotionally prepare yourself which which one do you think's better uh, okay so the version of fist and north star we watched was like somebody's vhs copy that's on yeah, youtube yeah yeah so. I, I had can't... a better version, but I had issues with it. So yeah, so I got a like kind of disqualified visual quality. Yeah, um, not that oh, Dragon even... Ball Evolution has. Yeah, a lot even going then, for I don't it. think it really looked much better. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, this one's hard because so I mean, based on what we've just said, it seems like tensions were running a lot higher with Dragon Ball. <laughs> yeah. Everybody here knows. I mean. Overall, everybody knows more about Dragon Ball than Fist of the North Star. So yep, there were a lot more do. issues. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We do. <laughs> uh, more issues to take with Dragon Ball Evolution. And man, there's just... Well, I don't know. Which one was more accurate, do you think? Which one was more <laughs> accurate based on the anime movie I saw? Fist of the North Star, at least. They yeah. combined a few characters, cut some stuff out, but... Much like Evolution did. Overall, it's a lot closer, but Evol Evolution is like... <laughs> it's... 
oh, it's such an extreme bastardization of Dragon Ball. <laughs> okay. It's crazy. I don't know so what to pick. So did you like the Fist of the North Star movie? I mean, it was it was interesting to watch after the after the anime version. I don't know. Like, I'm not saying I'm like, oh, I would watch that all the time or anything like that. But it did have Clint Howard in it. It did have Clint Howard. <laughs> he makes a good uh, West. What is it? Southern Cross guy. Yeah. But uh, motorcycle more, killer. More than that, did you did you like Dragon Ball Evolution? <laughs> um, they're like that expression says it a has lot. to be from like there's some like campy things that are fun about it. Except I think I don't know. It's hard to say with this one who would because with Viva Rock Vegas we enjoyed your pain, but in this one we enjoyed Xana's pain. We enjoyed yeah, enjoyed Xana's pain, but it seemed like everybody was in pain at different points. Yep. And like yeah, I. I know Xana had it worse than I did, but that the Kamehameha scene, like, yeah, it's I'm like, okay, this has he's they're gonna do the evil containment wave. That's what this is. Nope. <laughs> okay. This is weird. Uh, okay. Yeah. <sighs> I can I can go to Josh first. Yeah, go to Josh first. To... Give me time okay, to okay, think. I'll give you... Okay. Paul. Paul needs time. time to emotionally collect mm, himself. Josh. So I will say I am more familiar with Dragon Ball than Fist of the North Star. That being said, I do know at least the general knowledge of Fist of the North Star. And I do have to say one of the things with Fist of the North Star is they do change things, but most of the core lore and everything is still intact. So some characters get combined, some are omitted, which has its own problems, but you could watch this and then watch the anime, read the manga, and kind of accept, oh, well, yeah, they stuck they stuck to the core story and changed some things because you were trying to fit however many issues of a manga into an hour and a half movie. But what about evolution? <laughs> the thing with evolution is if you watch this and watch absolutely anything related to the Dragon Ball world, you would just shake your head going, what the hell is this? This is nothing like evolution. Yeah. Like people are named the same, but that's where the similarity ends. Yeah. And I will say this too. As far as it goes, if you knew nothing about Dragon Ball or Fist of the North Star at all, you've never heard anything, you've never heard their names or anything, I gotta go with Fist of the North Star because if I knew nothing about it, I could sit down and watch it and be like, oh, this is just a cheesy <laughs> 90s action flick. It's fun, it's campy, kind of goofy, but you can enjoy it. Okay. I think with Dragon Ball Evolution, even if you've can completely ignore the fact that nothing besides characters' names are the same. I think the problem is there was never the fun of watching it without us going as a group, why is this happening? That's not how it is. That's <laughs> terrible. No, that's bad. I, I kind of, I mean, it's a bad movie, I agree, but I, I enjoy it in the perspective of the time that it was made in. <laughs> I, I can say this, though. I think all, I think this is my vote. I'm going to go with best movie, movie for movie. I'm going to have to go with Fist of the North Star. I will say Dragon Ball Evolution, though, is more fun if you are with a group of people that know Dragon Ball because it was way more fun to watch the reactions of all yeah. of us freaking out. No, that's not why. That's of, not this first. Bunch of Dragon Ball fans in the room who just didn't remember anything about evolution. <laughs> just yeah. watching it and losing oh. their shit, which... If you're going to watch Dragon Ball Evolution, you have to do it that way because it makes the movie fun and tolerable. Are but you... 
Fist of the North Star for actually best movie. Okay. So, Paul, are you ready? Uh, I guess so. Um, so, <laughs> I totally agree with Josh. Fist of the North Star is the better adaptation from the anime. And I was excited about Dragon Ball Evolution. It was very painful to watch, but there is there's that thing watching it as a group. It's like a shared pain, a shared trauma. <laughs> like there's you're hurting yourself, but you're also enjoying watching everyone else struggle. Yeah. So it's a it's a tough choice. It, I don't want to do this, but I am wearing a Goku shirt. So. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna give my vote to Dragon Ball Evolution. Oh, no, oh, I didn't want to do bastard, it. Bastard, but... you bastard! <laughs> so oh. it's on you, Rodney. Okay, on. okay, hold on. Okay, I will. I can defend Paul because we had. I can say we had way more fun watching Dragon Ball Evolution. I don't know. I'll defend that. <laughs> Go ahead, Zana. I'm not 100% sure if I can sleep in the same bed with you, Paul. It <laughs> <laughs> was a tough choice. Oh, this is so brutal. Um, uh, oh, man. Drum I, roll. I, I, I got to admit, Dragon Ball Evolution is entertaining if you put it in the context of, like, put it, it really deserves to be next to things like X-Men Origins Wolverine, which is equally terrible and offensive. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I'm a fan of Fist of the North Star, and I did not find it that offensive, and I liked that. It was okay. I, I'm I'm gonna vote for Fist of the North Star. I'm sorry, Paul. That, no, that's okay. <sighs> I, I enjoyed... Dragon Ball Evolution is pretty much based entirely on the group viewing thing. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I like Fist of the North Star. I didn't hate that movie. I mean, it was, eh, but well, I think that was the difference. Is Fist of the North Star? I can't say I hated. Whatever they changed was eh, but it was still entertaining to watch and you got the gist of fist of the north star yeah it's fine <laughs> i don't know Putting that's Howard's the winner it. it's yeah. fine the winner. you got to see uh <laughs> what's his name put his fingers into oh yeah Kenshin. Jeff. yeah it was that cool. was neat yeah. yeah chris penn yes chris penn chris penn as jackal was fun yes see fist of the... you know now that i'm thinking about it fist of the north star was actually kind of fun i i don't love it but yeah it was it was fun. <laughs> yep, there you go. Uh, so the winner, barely, is, <laughs> is Fist of the North Star, despite Paul's weird voting <laughs> choice. I, hey, Fist of the North Star is the better adaptation, I'll say that. Definitely the better adaptation. <laughs> Sorry, Dragon Ball Evolution. Everyone hates you still. Nope, yep. campiness and pain can't win out in the end. Even in 2021, we're still talking about how Dragon Ball Evolution is just bad. bad. Oh, yeah. <sighs> it's not Justin Chadwin's fault. No, I, I feel bad because you told me about what he did to prepare for the movie, and I can only imagine him going, but no. Yeah. That's, no, that's not what happened. I feel like watching that movie, you can see a couple of times in his face. He's just like, I... Why? Everyone, please forgive me. This yeah. isn't my fault. Please, <laughs> please don't crucify me. I feel like it destroyed his career. Is I, yeah. I haven't seen him since. So. Yeah, oh, he, no, he was the Doctor Who episode. Yeah, he's in the Doctor Who episode. He's in other stuff, too. Oh, well, yeah. that's the only thing I know. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so there you have it. Fist of the North Star. <laughs> Congratulations, Kenshiro. You defeated you Justin Chatwin. Team Goku. Not Goku. You yeah. defeated Justin Chatwin. So so do you think... Uh, so. The Gary Daniels Kenshiro is stronger than the the Chatwin Goku. Is that what you're saying? Well, I mean, he can't airbend, but he can hug rocks to death. So yeah, and as long as he gets to poke 
Justin Chatwin a few times, his head will explode. So Yeah. Well, and we've seen Justin Chatwin is not necessarily the best defender as Goku. So I yeah. think he could get in the blows. No, he got killed by Plus, Gary Daniels by mine, is like right? a martial artist. So so I think Gary Daniels would have the final word of you're already dead. But you do believe that Goku could defeat Kenshiro in the anime world? When he's yeah, like super. I don't know him and Dra- him and yeah, Dragon Ball. When he's just a kid, yeah. maybe. Yeah, like up, up to and maybe even including the Saiyan saga, then Kenshiro hasn't beat. But after I think that, so. Yeah, well, as long as Goku can one. fly above him and shoot beams at him, that's yeah. kind of an unfair. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think Kenshiro can handle the beams. That's yeah, probably actually stand there. He has a, quite a powerful aura. So yeah. anyway, so that's it. There you have it. We'll end this one here, and until next time, adios, au revoir, auf Wiedersehen. As an added bonus, I'm going to let Xana just go ahead and go off on this movie. She's She clearly hated Dragon Ball Evolution. <laughs> Hi, Xana. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I don't know how I feel about it yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, how did you feel about Dragon Ball Evolution? That's the real question. Well, I chimed in your talk whenever I couldn't hold it in anymore. <laughs> True. <laughs> but how do you really feel? I, I, it was something I was super excited to watch both times I saw it, completely forgot about it, probably will again, <laughs> <laughs> that mental block to protect my sanity. Huh. Um, it's one of those things where I would probably recommend the movie to people despite the fact that I know how much it crushed my childhood dreams and will probably crush theirs. Okay. <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, how did you feel about it as an adaptation? <laughs> uh, that that deep sigh I mentioned before, where you just exhale so much you're not sure you'll ever stop and you don't think you'll ever inhale again. There's very few things that fit the adaptation at all. I, I, I can't even think of anything right now that fits. <laughs> well, that they do say Kamehameha at one point. They do say Kamehameha, but the Kamehameha <laughs> should not be fire. It shouldn't be orange. And they didn't even say Kamehameha when they were doing the attack. <laughs> yep, that's true. <laughs> that was the moment that really, really broke me. <laughs> what about the Ox King? You said that there was no Ox King. Okay. I really would have loved the Ox King. And a missed opportunity for you guys to talk about is the wonderful visual uh, that Paul gave of Danny DeVito <laughs> as the Ox King. Oh, so good. <laughs> it's the only thing I want in life now. Well, they should definitely remake Dragon Ball Evolution then. Yeah. Same same script, you think? <laughs> Except just add the Ox King? No, not the same script. Just just give, give me the Ox King... Uh, T- take away the city. Everything should be out in rural areas. Uh, you can't introduce monks and not have Krillin. Krillin is supposed to be Goku's best friend. I can't believe he wasn't there. And it caused me so much pain, especially when there was the opportunity for him to be there. Sorry, sidetrack. You didn't even mention it's Krillin, fine. but it's, it's been on my mind a lot. <laughs> but Bulma had that blue streak in her hair. Yes. And like <laughs> I said before, she easily could have had blue hair because it's a perfect... 
teenage thing to do. Like, I understand they wanted it to be realistic. Bulma wouldn't have natural blue hair in a realistic world, but lots of teenagers dye their hair. I've dyed my hair blue many times well into adulthood. <laughs> what about Yamcha? Did you like Yamcha? I was okay with Yamcha's personality, but I was really, really missing the fact that he wasn't afraid of Bulma. I wanted that shyness. I was willing to forgive the surfer dude attitude, Whoa! but, but the fear of Bulma wasn't there. Yeah. And where the hell is Poir? Yeah. Where's <laughs> Oolong for that matter? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you, you did not like this movie? What's, what's up with that? <laughs> It's, I've, I've been here for most of your movies, and I've just been like a silent viewer, a silent listener, and this is the first one that hurt me inside. Okay. I enjoyed Viva Rock Vegas, and uh, Drop Dead Fred. I loved Monkey Bone. Uh, all of these things I loved for the wrong reasons, but I couldn't find a wrong reason to love Dragon Ball <laughs> Evolution. <laughs> oh, that's that's pretty fun. <laughs> I like Chow Fat. So, anyway... The the point is, Xana clearly doesn't like the movie. Do you think Gary Daniels could take Justin Chatwin despite the fact that he can't shoot energy waves? Um, it's hard to say who would really win in a fight. I mean, I, the the Goku in this version really wasn't that impressive. So if we're going by just yeah, this just, version just this of Goku, version. then I think that uh, I think that he could beat him and make his head explode, and it would be very satisfying to see. What about Bulma versus Julia. <laughs> <laughs> There wasn't any evidence that, that Julia was a particularly good fighter, which... I don't know. She kills Jackal. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> and that was really cool. Um, but she was portrayed as somebody weak, which was disappointing after That's watching true. the anime movie yeah. because she was impressively strong. Like, even if she was weak compared to these, like, insane mutant men, she lifted boulders on her own somehow and such like when she was in her escape scene it was really impressive and there wasn't anything like that in the movie the the live action movie yeah um but between the two i would say that bulma would probably win and it's because bulma will fight dirty that's true probably i, I don't know julia did fight dirty. she, she did that true. thing to jack <laughs> yeah but he was somebody that yeah was just so horrible and disgusting and needed to die. Like, she was in a very bad situation. So, so you're just, overall, you're saying Bulma, cool, Dragon Ball Evolution, bad. I loved Bulma. <laughs> I loved everything about Bulma in this movie. I just wish she had blue hair. There you have it. <laughs> there we go. So Xana hates Dragon Ball Evolution. That's on the record now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us for this brief episode of Xana Rants. <laughs> oh, oh. oh. So Danny DeVito, picture it as the Ox King. Post credit scene, all these kids are partying at their house. What are all you kids doing at my house? Messing around with my daughter. Get out of here, Goku. <laughs> and it's this 30 foot Danny DeVito with the Ox King helmet. <laughs> missed opportunity. Yep, yeah, definitely missed opportunity. <laughs> equal to. Oh, Josh's equal to Penguin. <laughs> Ah, well, we'll see you next time. Contact us at rentalstorerumble at gmail.com for questions, comments, hanging out, or requests for an episode. You can find us on Facebook as rental.rumble, Twitter at rentalrumble, Instagram at rentalstorerumble, as well as on Slasher. 
and rentalstorerumble.blogspot.com. Check us out on all the podcast platforms as well as anchor.fm slash rental store rumble. Music by me and cover art by Gwyneth Anderson. Keep drinking that Tranya. <laughs>